What's going on, everybody? Zach back here with our first episode in our second year of a podcast. Uh, I know that's a mouthful, but still. Um, if you're watching on YouTube, you can see I've rearranged my intro slide featuring a collage type of picture of some of my favorite stuff down on the bottom corner there. Thanks, uh, thanks to Jackson for that. Uh, you can find his YouTube channel at, I think it's Mr. Noob Duck. Um, so check him out. And also we've got our Twitch link in there as well. So Eric's doing a long rebuild series with the New York Knicks. We've still got part four to do in the future. Uh, maybe when you're hearing this, that's already happened. I don't know. But it's going to be a multi-step process. Uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, guys, uh, happy that the NBA is back. And now let me introduce you to the rest of our crew. What's up, guys? This is Eric here, your ranting co-host. And I also have a uh, collage made by Jackson. And I think his Twitter is at Mobile Kid God. Is that right, Zach? Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure, yeah. So I know you said it's YouTube. Yeah, yeah. Mobile Kid God is his Twitter, so check him out he's been our biggest supporter and so we appreciate him and uh i speaking of the twitch thing i could rant about how my new york knicks rebuild went in season three because i know zach was following it yep and we've had a few other people that have been watching it and like season one obviously the team was terrible you know we weren't expecting to do anything uh season two we had some potential so we figured like you know, a first round exit in the playoffs would be about our goal. And we accomplished that. So it was, it was going right on track. But in year three, we got this amazingly stacked team. But then they lost in the first round of the playoffs, just like in year two. I don't know how. And we lost to the Charlotte Hornets of all teams, which made no <laughs> sense. We were 62 and 20 and then lost in the first round. So, but amazingly, somehow I feel like we haven't even better team going into year four so i don't know for sure when we will do that but uh if you want to see how that goes you know follow us on twitch and stay tuned for sure yeah that uh eric is the trade master i'll tell you that when he when uh when it comes to doing rebuilds on 2k and even madden <laughs> yes uh, i yeah you, you can ask zach or connor connor's not here but you can ask either of them like i I will spend like three hours trying to make a trade happen to get my way. Like, I, <laughs> I will dedicate a whole night just to get a first round pick, you know? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, but yeah, so we do have a couple of like current event sports topics to discuss. So that's going to be half of our episode. And then uh, the other half is going to be a new segment called Ask Twitter. So if you've been following my Twitter, I've been putting up a series of different polls the past couple days. Some of them really got a lot of votes on. I was surprised at how many one in particular got. Um, so we're going to go over those, give our opinions, say what we would have voted for, and uh, talk about those different topics. But first, we want to start with the NBA. Um, now we finally know that the NBA is coming back, which is a relieving thought to have because some thought this season could be canceled completely. But that's not going to happen. We're going to resume play at the end of July. So July 31st, I guess, is when they plan on doing these first games. Um, You can see on uh, YouTube the different dates are listed about the seasons going through October. And then the draft lottery and the draft and free. Everything is being all changed around. And they haven't decided next season's start date yet, but... Um, probably going to be like Christmas or sometime in December would be my guess. And it's going to be really weird to see what the, it's going to be really interesting, I guess, to see what happens next year. But, um, but so we'll just talk about this upcoming playoffs and everything. Obviously we all know 22 teams are joining the playoffs, the eight teams that aren't, most of them would have been eliminated anyways. And it really doesn't make sense to bring them to Orlando in this quote-unquote bubble that they're going to try and make. So I'll ask Eric to start out. Eric, are you with the NBA's plan to return with these 22 teams 
and how they've decided to do the eight regular season games and go forward with the playoffs. I mean, I, I guess just tell me what parts you're happy with the plan and what parts you're not happy with. Uh, if you're not happy yeah, with that. Yeah, I mean, and also, oh, it's, there you are. It's, yeah, I'm here. Yeah, you were going a little robo there, but I got, I got the. I got, oh, okay. the, I got the gist of what you were saying. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah I don't know, man. I mean, I'm obviously it's weird. I have, I kind of have mixed emotions about all of this because part of me is so glad that basketball is going to be back because obviously I love sports and, you know, I want to see how it goes. But at the same time, this is so late now, you know what I mean? Where I almost would rather them just, canceled the season and then just started at the same time where they normally would because now like this season's being shortened and then obviously next season is also going to be shortened because they're going to have to put you know, by the time this all ends it's going to be so long but I guess overall though I'm more okay with it than not because I'm just glad for sports to be back and uh, it's going to be interesting to see how this goes uh, with all with them all playing in Orlando, and you know, there's not going to be a crowd and all this stuff. So uh, it's still kind of difficult to even figure out how I truly feel. I guess if that makes <laughs> any sense. But um, but yeah, overall, overall, like I said, I'm happy with it. I, I guess the part that I'm most intrigued about is going to be where if the ninth seed is more than four games behind the eighth seed that they're going to do a potential like two out of three playoff. I feel like that would kind of suck for those teams because you would have to play extra games while other teams are resting. And then, I mean, it could end in one game if the eighth seed wins, which wouldn't be too big of a deal, I guess. But if, you know, if it came down to, you know, playing a extra, you know, playing a second game and then, then having to go right in the playoffs, that would, I feel like that would be a little bit of a disadvantage. I mean, it's very difficult for the eight seed to beat the one seed anyway, but um, I don't really know how I feel about that. But uh, I don't know. So Zach, what are your thoughts on this, man? Yeah, and I agree with you. I, I, There's more things I like about this than I don't like about. So I'll say the things I like about first. Um, I do like that they decided to go with these 22 teams because you want as many teams as possible, but you don't want it to be teams that have no shot at making the playoffs anyways. So by eliminating those teams, I think, was a good move. And then you also do want to, in fairness, uh, give a chance for the teams not currently in the playoffs to win their way in since the season got cut off earlier than anyone thought it would be. I mean, nobody thought it would be at all. And actually... This is a, a side note, but Eric, you remember how, uh, I don't know if we talked about it in the podcast, but you know somebody somebody that we both know said that the the NBA Finals this season would have been the Cavaliers versus the Knicks, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. like, it's crazy. It's crazy. Yeah, so it's crazy because that might actually be a, a potential reality, not with those two teams, but if they do decide to seed it 1-16 to with east and west mixed together then that could have ended up being possible now those two teams are not going to be invited to orlando so it's not going to be possible but um <laughs> man <laughs> that kind if, of uh, if those teams were both really good though like <laughs> <laughs> we would have been the craziest prediction in sports history right there oh, for sure. <laughs> i would have i'd be questioning that person that he had like a time machine or something because he knew <laughs> this was gonna happen <laughs> Yeah, um, so that was a tangent, but I just thought of that and thought of how funny that would have been if it if it came to be real. But um, but yeah, more things I like more things about this than I don't. And I talked about the twenty two versus the thirty and in the fairness part. And I actually will say that I do like that potential play in with the eight versus nine because um. It just makes it more fun to watch. We've never seen anything like that before. So it's going to be fun for us to watch. I'm glad they're doing it. And I kind of disagree a little bit 
with you, Eric, that it's a disadvantage because they're only going to be playing eight games in the regular season before the playoffs start. So it might be better to have more experience and more uh, chemistry uh, yeah, together. That, that's, that's true. That's true because these teams are all going to be really rusty. So that's yeah. the point. So it's there's a potential for let's say the Kings to like go on like a, or maybe the Suns or something go on like a team win streak here. And then they're going to be super hot coming into the playoffs and they're going to face probably the Lakers. And it's going to be great. I mean, it, the Suns might actually have a shot, uh, which is going to be crazy. But um, obviously I don't think the Suns would beat the Lakers, but if they come in with a 10 game win streak, I mean, look out, it's not, it's not for certain because uh, the Lakers just stopped their play and now they're getting back together and it might take them with some time. And if the Suns are already back together, like who knows? But um, I like that. I, I like most everything. The only things I really don't like so much, and I'm not sure um, if it would have been possible to change this with logistics and everything, but I would have just preferred this to start sooner. So maybe a week earlier than what they've got or two weeks if they could, because then they wouldn't be running into NFL season as much. And I mean, if, if there's an NFL game going on with my team versus a NBA finals game, like I'm always going to watch my NFL team over the finals game. And I feel like a lot of sports fans would do the same. So that's the only downside. And if they have to do more back to backs after they have to, do a lot more of those i would be okay with that because i really don't want them to go up against football season because um that's just i when it comes to football season like that's what i'm going to be watching more of especially with college too if they're playing college and pro football at the same time as the nba playoffs it's going to be almost too much stuff going on at once and you're not really going to know what to watch and for me i would be less interested in the nbas but um what do you think about that eric do you yeah i'm looking at like what you posted, like if you're on YouTube, you can see this on the top left yeah. of the screen. Like what kind of surprises me with this is that the training camp is from July 9th to 11th, but then they're not actually going to play the first game until the 31st. Like, yeah, that's a long time. I mean, it, you know, it's not like, you know, normal where they've had the off season and which is, you know, a much longer period of time you know, to get back in shape. I mean, the players should have been staying in shape, obviously, anyway, uh, as best as possible. So I, I don't really know why the training camp is from the 9th to the 11th, but then they're going 20 days before they play their first game. That seems a little strange to me. Like, I mean, I don't, are they still going to be practicing during that time, like during those 20 well, days or like? Yeah, I think they've said that they're going to do some exhibition games before the eight regular season games start. And I uh, think the training camp things are going to be at the team facilities. I don't think that's going to be in Orlando. But uh, but in general, this just seems like it's um, being really pushed back further than it should. It could be um, like what they what the NBA really should have done, in my opinion, is figured this out like a few weeks ago because not much has changed uh, with the coronavirus from a few weeks ago to now. Um, it's not like it's gone up and, you know, skyrocketed like a thousand times in those three weeks. And it's not like it's died down to nothing in those three weeks. So the, uh, I'm not sure this really should have been done earlier and then they could be getting started sooner. Um, but there's all the politics of like all the people that have to approve it, all the owners, the commissioners, the players. Like, it, I think it took a while for them to agree to this, but just seems like like uh, they waited a little bit too long to start this. But um, yeah, I don't. Uh, yeah, I, I agree. I mean, they definitely should have started earlier, and and also too, I know they the thing I saw was that in the eight games, like each team will do one back to back, but I don't know why not do more because for one, it's not like these, you know, these teams have had a lot of time off, so it's not like they've already played 
you know, 60, 70 games within a, you know, pretty close period of time. And then they're continuing, you know, they've had a lot of time off. So it's kind of like starting fresh. These guys yeah. are all going to be fresh. And then two, it's not also not like where in a normal NBA back-to-back where say a team plays a home game at night, but then they have to travel somewhere. Yeah. Around, yeah. And then play the next game the next day, which is a little more taxing. They're all going to be in the same place. Yep, at the same time so why not do more because like you said this is going to hurt them with it going into nfl season like that i mean maybe for like the finals i would watch you know the nba over my team and then just like watch the jags on game pass or something but like prefer like any other time like i'm not i'm not gonna watch this over my jags or you know if i've got like a key fantasy matchup on sunday night or something like i want to watch that and see how my fantasy players yeah. for the nba i mean you know as much as i like basketball i just yeah if you're know, a, if you're a hardcore nba fan you're gonna still watch the nba but if you're nba yeah. and nfl it's gonna be a tough decision and i think most people are more nfl fans than nba fans but yeah uh, well because even with the even with the playoffs i mean you know, unless it's like a game seven or an elimination game, yeah, it's not necessarily the end all be all. But whereas True. in the NFL, every and college football too, college football, especially even more with the ranking system. I mean, every week in the NFL and college football, just every game matters so much towards your chance to make the playoffs or not make the playoffs, or yeah, you know. So it's it's not like football season has the equivalent of games as like basketball or baseball, where it's like, oh, well, even if they lose this game they have 80 other games to make it up i'll watch the playoffs you know yeah the, yeah the football regular season is so much more important than these other sports regular seasons so yeah i i i'm this this one i'm in agreement with you 100 percent on they should have tried to figure out a way to get this done a little bit sooner yeah um but all that being said we know when basketball starting back up again which is great for this show because We'll be talking about that when it comes back, I know for sure, late July. So until then, we're still going to stick with these random type of episodes. But uh, now now we have a date on when we can get back to yeah, actually talking man. about live sports. I can play, <laughs> play DraftKings again for something besides NASCAR. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so that's going to wrap up our, our session about the NBA being back. We'll, we might talk about this more with Connor and nate uh on the show in future episodes but uh that's where we stand right now and that's what we know and now we're gonna do that second segment brand new thing that we we're talking about earlier ask twitter so i put a couple polls up and they were quite interesting some of them i got the expected results others i didn't um so eric and i are going to talk about those four polls coming up now and We'll start with the first one, which I'll be honest, I put that poll up there before I knew that Kevin Durant said that he's for sure not playing. But it's a it's a fun hypothetical to think about, because if he's fully healthy, which he probably should be, since it's going to have been a year and a couple months since his injury. Um, so I'm guessing he's healthy. I've seen some videos of him running around on a court and stuff. So if he is, should he play in the playoffs and uh, try and go on a run? And I know Kyrie would be kind of rushing back from his injury and his surgery. But uh, personally, I think, yeah, I mean, even if you don't have Kyrie, if you're if you're fully healthy, I think you should go out there and try because you're I think he's the best player in the game right now. So that would give them a great shot to maybe not win the whole thing without Kyrie, but at least get some experience and and uh, just play some games because the last time we saw Kevin Durant, it looked like he was going to take over that finals and win finals MVP and lead the Warriors to a three-peat until he got hurt. So I would say, yeah, try and win a ring because every time you've been healthy the past couple of years, you have won a ring. So that's my that would have been my vote with this, but uh, Eric, what about your what would you have voted here? Yeah, I I uh, I, I actually did vote on this uh, for my CCS co-host Twitter, uh, <laughs> and I I voted the same thing. I voted 
try to win a ring because if you're healthy and ready to go and your team is in the playoffs, why not take a chance and go for it? You know what I mean? I mean, because if, if you're healthy, the you know risk of re-injury you know, shouldn't be a big deal. You don't have to go through a 82-game season and all that grind to get the playoffs. You're already in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. You know, just just go for it, man. But obviously he doesn't feel fully confident, I guess. So he's not going to. I guess maybe he's not 100% yet, but... But yeah, if I was in, if I was him and in his position, and I was 100% fully healthy, I I would go for it. So yeah, and and so the result, I I tried to phrase a lot of these polls, and instead of just saying yes or no, try and break down the reasons and see exactly why people are voting yes and no. So with with this poll options, I put yes, try and win a ring. No, he shouldn't come back because of last year and the fears of that. Um, and then no, because they're going to have no shot. So was the point. And then no, for any other reason, comment below, which I don't think anybody did. But uh, surprisingly enough, actually, uh, the yes vote got under 50% with 43%. So it was the most voted option of the four. But with all the no's added up, it actually outweighed the yes. So people more people disagreed with us and agreed with us. And that did get 51 votes. So that was quite a few people voting on that. Um, so it was interesting to see the reasons. Most people said no because they'd have no shot. That was the majority of people's reasons for why he shouldn't play, even if he's healthy. So um, that's that poll. And then we're looking at another one that I put up. This one was going to be who's going to make the eight seed in the West. And I put the top three seeded teams right now. So the Grizzlies, the Trailblazers, and the Pelicans. And then I put a fourth option, the field, just including the Spurs, Kings, and Suns. Uh, because there are several more games back than the other three. And I think the Mavericks, having they're the seventh seed. They haven't clinched yet, but... There, I think all they have to do is win one game, and they're in. So didn't really need to put them on here. And out of the results on this one, the Pelicans actually won with a pretty big majority, 45% said the Pelicans. And then the next highest was the Grizzlies with 27 and Blazers 18. So it did only get 22 votes, so not that many people voted in this one. But I would have voted the Trailblazers just because everybody's going to be back and healthy, which they really haven't had all season because Nurkic has been gone for like a year and a half. And um, Dane was hurt coming into the, or before the season stopped, he was battling an injury. And Zach Collins got hurt the first month of the season or something like that. So they have a legit backcourt with Collins, Nurkic, and Whiteside. Obviously, you can't play all three of those guys at the same time, but it's good to have rotation pieces there because I know Collins and Whiteside especially foul out in games or at least they get into foul trouble. So the fact that you have all three of those big men, you have Dame and CJ obviously still, and you've got Carmelo Anthony who is playing a lot. He's actually playing pretty good, to be honest, and that might change now with Nurkic coming back, but uh, he's still been playing pretty good. Um, considering his age and everything, that's a pretty good team. I mean, I think on paper, that's the best team of all of these teams. They are a couple games back, so they would have to make up some ground, but uh, not not a whole lot because you have that play-in if you're four games back. So I think that team would be better than the Grizzlies or Pelicans, and the Pelicans are the real wild card because I do think Zion's really good. Um and they they were hot before the season stopped, so it'll be interesting to see if they can continue that um, where they were going because they would look like they were going to be making a big run for the playoffs. So I'm really excited between those teams. The Grizzlies, not so much. I'm not as excited about them because other than John Moran, I can't really name a player on their team, but uh, they've been doing surprisingly well. But Eric, what... What would you have voted in this poll or if you did vote? Yeah. So I didn't see this poll, so I didn't vote. Mm-hmm. But if, if I was going to vote, I'd have to agree with you and say the Trailblazers. 
Um, I think them getting those pieces back is going to be huge for them. The only reason why I still think that it could possibly not be them would just be because of the chemistry factor. You know, even though these guys came back, it could be possible that, you know, they're not, since they haven't really played together at all, they're not going to, they may not gel right away. It might take them Mm -hmm. too long to figure it out. But at the same time, you know, all these other teams, even though they've played together throughout the year, they've been apart for a while because of this coronavirus thing. So it's, it seems to me like that could be like equal playing ground there with an experience. I think if, say, if the season hadn't, you know, stopped and everything was still going, but then these guys were coming back. I still think it might be too little, too late for the Trailblazers because of the, especially like you said, the Pelicans have been hot. But now that everything's cooled down and nobody's been playing basketball together for a while, I think this really gives the Trailblazers a great chance to, you know, get back up in there. And they have the possibility of the play in thing, even if they don't get to the eighth seed. So um, it will, uh, but this is definitely going to be an exciting race, uh, yeah, for sure. I mean, I this is obviously going to be the biggest, uh, you know, storyline that will be going on during these mm-hmm. eight games. So it will be exciting. <laughs> yeah, I, I can't wait to see it, and uh, I'm excited that the chemistry or not, it's going to be fun to watch this Blazers team with no injuries, other than Rodney Hood still being injured, I believe. Um, it's something this season they haven't had all year. They've been dealing with a bunch of injuries and had to bring in a bunch of guys and just reshape their whole roster. I know a lot of people are like, oh, the the Trailblazers went from Western Conference Finals to uh, the nine seed and how, how, they, how they fall so far. But really, when you look at it, their team, when uh, they they just basically completely dismantled that team after last season. I mean, all, a lot of the guys that were contributing on the bench left, they basically swapped an entire new bench and had other than Damon CJ, uh, basically an entire new team come in. And that's always hard to do. That's always hard to start to, to continue where you were at with almost an entire new team coming in. So with this team being fully healthy now, I'm excited to see where they go. No excuses or anything. Um, they have a they have an equal shot of uh, making the playoffs as they did before. So, gonna be excited for sure to watch how that turns up. And then our third poll here was one that was not really even on my mind at all, but I got into a uh, Twitter discussion with somebody about the. Rams and Buccaneers and something about Tom Brady and Jared Goff and uh and, and uh this guy named uh, Fox Angeles one on Twitter he said of course he's a Rams fan and he said Jared Goff is definitely a top 10 quarterback and I was like bro well, I'm not like bro <laughs> I was what, like what was it bro yeah <laughs> <laughs> Um, but his re I'll, I'll tell you his reasoning because, and, and I'll say why I disagree with it, but he said, I mean, I mean he's a top 10 highest paid. We're <laughs> <laughs> going by that. Uh, you know, we know how Eric feels about this. Eric feels even strong, more strongly than I do. Um, uh, but, but anyways, he said he made it to a Super Bowl in the past two years, which is true. But I would say to that. As a non-Rams fan, because I don't watch all the Rams games, but I would say it seems like more of the credit was given to the defense, the run game, and the head coach more than Jerry Goff. Now, Goff was clutch in the playoffs a couple moments, but that Super Bowl was terrible by him. Um, so his, that was his one reason. His second big reason was last year the offensive line play was really bad. And the run game was bad. And I agree, especially with the offensive line, because I know that offensive line really regressed last year. And it's hard for any quarterback to play with a terrible offensive line. So I'll give him that. But with that being said, if you're a top 10 quarterback, you should overcome that sort of stuff. And he just didn't for me. The Rams points per game dropped quite a bit. And I, I'm not... A huge Jerry. I I think Jerry Goff's average. If I had to rank him, 
31 to 32 in the starting quarterbacks in the league. I would say probably like I it wouldn't be top 10, it'd be close to 10. It'd be like maybe 13 or 14 or 15 in that range, but I would not say top 10. Um and then I wanted to make this poll because I knew that this was going to get mixed results, especially if he retweeted it, then all his Rams friends would see it and say, oh, yeah, Jerry Goff's a top 10 quarterback. So they would skew the poll. So I wanted to break it down. All right, if you're a Rams fan, vote in these spots. If you're a non-Rams fan, vote in these spots. And I'm not surprised, but most non-Rams fans said, no, he's not a top 10 quarterback. And most Rams fans said, yes, he was. So this is the case of fans going to fan. I always say it. Fans are going to fan. You see it with every fan base. Uh, Jaguars are no exception. Every every team thinks their team is holier than ever. Um, and uh, and you really got to separate that. So, Eric, what do you think about this? What did you vote here? And uh, yeah, <laughs> I think I, I think people know where you voted. But I <laughs> voted. I voted no. I'm not a Rams and that I'm not a Rams fan. I mean. I don't really know what ground that you could have to claim that he is. I mean, listening to like what you said that his reasons were, I mean, just a couple seasons ago, Blake Bortles almost got in the Super Bowl. Okay. He he was within a couple minutes of being in the Super Bowl, you know, and then Trent Dilfer has won a Super Bowl. Okay. So mm-hmm. uh, I, I don't think anybody in 2017, I don't think anybody would have argued that Blake Bortles was a top 10 quarterback. I mean, that that reason alone doesn't get you there. He's, I mean, I agree with what you said where, you know, he's had his moments and, you know, I'm not, I wouldn't rate Jared Goff in like the Mitch Trubisky range or Blake yeah, Bortles yeah. range or anything like that. My, my range would be more so like 16 to 20 if I was going to sit down. I'd have to like remind myself of who like all of the quarterbacks are yeah, yeah. and like think of it but my if i had to guess though i would probably put them somewhere 16 to 20 and uh and about the bad line and you know regression in the run game and stuff like that like deshaun watson and russell wilson have both had noticeably bad offensive lines mm-hmm. pretty much their whole careers and especially russell wilson as long as he's been in the league it seems like he i don't even know if he's had a top 10 o-line once in all the years he's been Probably playing but yet, but yet he still finds a way to get it done and deshaun watson hasn't been in the league as long but he's like both of them are obviously ones that you would say are top 10 quarterbacks even though they both have terrible offensive lines so um and i don't know man i just i guess i guess part of why i'm so like heated about this was just because <laughs> of that that one Rams fan that like called me an idiot last year when oh. I, when I said the Rams were overrated and uh, turns out I ended up being right on that one. But. Yeah, no, you should have you should have bookmarked that for the end not, of the season to go back. I to should that have, one. I should have. Yeah, <laughs> so not to brag, but I got I got that one right. But uh, yeah, we're, we're definitely speaking. You know, just before we go on to the next one, that that we need to do that again next year when it's getting closer to yeah. the. Uh, NFL season do like the favorite team least favorite team overrated underrated all that stuff like because I was pretty fun and got some reactions so obviously I I had a Rams fan that thought I was an idiot uh for calling them overrated last year so I mean I'll I'll take any reaction you know good agree or disagree I'll I'll take it you know (laughs) yeah and and just about the fans gonna fan point that I made earlier and there was another example of this. Now, this guy on Twitter, I don't even remember his name, but he said Sam – he was like, hear me out. Sam Darnold is better than Patrick oh, Mahomes. I, I, don't, I don't know if you saw the reply to that, but he posted I, – I noticed like when he made that post, like all these people that were bashing him yeah. for it, he was replying with a gif of like a guy fishing, I guess like <laughs> saying like, like you took the bait. Is mm-hmm. what he was going for with that, but I don't know. I, mean, I did see that, but but then I saw there was one comment he was like not bait, and then he kept explaining his dumb reasoning. So I didn't know. I, probably yeah. what happened was was like he 
didn't think that it was going to get such an overwhelmingly negative response. So, like, at first you <laughs> tried to defend it, but when it just kept being negative responses, like, oh, oh I was just baiting y'all. I, I was just <laughs> yeah, probably. You, you took the bait. Because oh. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's the same guy that was, like, like he's so much better than Burrow and all this other stuff. He was, um, oh, he's, he's a Sam Darnold lover for sure. Like, that's just I terrible, just, man. Like, I don't. I just don't get it. I like I if just, my I, team had that quarterback, I would, I would, I would hate it. Like, you know, like, yeah, I, I'm not gonna pretend to like a guy because he's a high draft pick. Like, like a lot of fans do. So, um, yeah, but yeah, uh, I, I don't know, man. <laughs> just, especially if like the team hasn't even done anything. Like, what what has Sam Darnold done that would make a Jets fan think that he's like their Messiah, you know what I mean? It's not like they won a Super Bowl or even got to the playoffs or, you know, or heading let's, in the right let's, direction. Let's try and win eight games first. <laughs> yeah, like, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know, man. It's let's just, try and not get mono. Like, how many, how many games How many games did the Jets win last year? I think it was like, like four or five. Six, maybe. Or maybe six. Yeah. Okay, well... Gardner Minshew, a six-round pick, won just as many games yeah. as Sam Darnold. Okay, like <laughs> yeah, because yeah. the the Jets picked like two picks after us, so I think they I think it was like six. Yeah, yeah, and Gardner Minshew didn't even play in all sixteen games. Not that yeah. Minshew would have beat the Chiefs or anything like that, but like Minshew didn't even start all sixteen games. Yep. And he won just as many games as well. Sam Darnold was out a few games too, with Monty, but, but still he, like. They he beat him head to head. Like, do you remember that game? Uh, yeah, they did. He way outplayed him. Darnold threw two picks and fumbled the ball, and Minshew made that great uh, clutch touchdown at the end of the game to seal it off. So, just <laughs> these fans, yeah, man. I mean, they, honestly, like, I, have, I have more confidence in Gardner Minshew than yeah. Jets fans should be having in Sam Darnold. You know, because even if Minshew like doesn't do good next year, it's like okay, well, he was a six round pick. It's only his second year you know, we can move on. If, you know, if he, I just, if he just absolutely stinks it up, you know, we can go get someone else. He doesn't have a high contract or anything, but yeah, you know, the Jets franchise, you know, since they spent a first round pick on him, on Darnold, like they need him to be the guy. Yeah. Even if he's not, they're kind of stuck, you know, like, yep. I don't know, man. I, I don't get, I don't get the Jared Goff hype and I don't get the Sam Darnold hype I, that people are throwing on Twitter. I don't get it. Yeah, me neither. Um, so that's that's about that. That's gonna wrap up our NFL news here. But going back to the NBA now, I've seen this been talked about on Twitter, and I've seen sports shows talk about it and debate this question. So I figured we did the same here. And this this ended up getting 111 votes, which I did not think it was gonna get this many votes because I thought people had seen these before and didn't want to vote it, but. It got a lot of uh, response, and the results were really spread out, um, really close with the results. But um, the question is, will the NBA champion get an asterisk by their uh, place in the history books? Um, So for anybody that doesn't know, basically an asterisk is um, kind of like air quotes, basically, like you quote, quote, won the game, you know, like, People, it's still a legitimate trophy. Like, you still get a trophy, you get a ring, you're in history for winning, but it's just viewed by the public as not legit. And they're because of whatever reason, either someone cheated or massive injuries, kind of like the Warriors with the Raptors last year, how their whole team got hurt. A lot of people said that wasn't legit. And uh, now this season, potentially, because the full season didn't get played and they're doing this weird thing they've never done before in Orlando with 22 teams and back to backs and playing in August and all this, all this different stuff that normal NBA hasn't had before. And so I wanted to break this poll up into different answers where people voted. Yes. The champion should get an asterisk. Um, so that means that they want an asterisk and they think it'll, it'll get an asterisk and then yes, but they shouldn't. So people who think they will end up getting an asterisk, but they shouldn't. 
and then no but should so they won't but they should i mean it's self-explanatory but no one shouldn't was the last result and that ended up winning the results so a lot so the majority of people think no they shouldn't but when you split the no's and yeses it's almost um yes actually won but or no uh, the no vote won but it was really close it was 53 percent to 47 percent. so um it was basically a tie between yes and no but the reasons definitely changed a little bit and personally i i didn't vote but i would have voted yes they will but they shouldn't because i do think that they will end up getting an asterisk because of all the things i mentioned um when you look back on this everybody's going to remember this is the covid year the the covid champion because it was nobody knew it was going to happen and uh just everything weird about it with the season getting shut off and having to come back and and all the all the things that are happening and how it's not going to be completely fair to everybody so i think i think in most people's eyes that whoever wins and especially if it's lebron because uh he's going to have such a long rest being an older player we were talking about this too like how he was on pace to be tired and worn out by the playoffs but now he's he got a huge break with a couple months off if the Lakers win, I definitely think it'll get an asterisk. But I think if any whoever wins, I think it's going to be looked at differently. But personally, I don't think it should because every team's going through the same conditions here. Every team stopped the season. On uh, oh, that was weird. Eric, you still there? Yeah, I'm still here. Okay, I don't know why the computer things switched, but um, but every team stopped. I mean, the league stopped on the same date for everybody. It's not like half the teams were still playing up until now. Like when uh, at that Jazz Thunder game, when when it happened, like that was it for everybody. So everybody has to deal with the same effects of this. And it's not like anybody got a different advantage or anything. And um, and I know the there's no home court advantage or anything for the one seeds and all that, but. Um, I don't think it should because we're all everybody's going to be coming into this with the same uh, same delay. So it's just I, I I really do think that whoever wins this championship would have won it regardless because it's still you're still ha- going to have to overcome those obstacles and in it in my opinion it might even be tougher to have to overcome these obstacles um, if you win if you're a if you're a high seed and you win in this tournament here in Orlando with no fans, you can't say, well, the fans gave you an advantage and the home court advantage and all that stuff. And if you're a lower-seeded team, you can't really say... Uh, it's you can, you can argue it's been a tougher road because uh, you really had to fight in those eight games because the season got cut off and every game meant more. And if you had to win a play-in game, like you had to, that's an extra step. So I think that whoever wins this shouldn't get an asterisk, but I think they will end up getting an asterisk. But Eric, you voted completely different than me, so tell me, uh, tell me about your vote. Yeah, I definitely, I definitely understand everything that you're saying, but you know, for all the like obstacles and everything that you mentioned i mean that's kind of why i voted the way i voted i voted no that the champion will not get an asterisk but that they should get an asterisk i guess just for me just with the season not being fully played out and everything i mean i guess well let me ask this i mean did they so when they do the playoffs i mean are they going to do it like once the eight seed is fully decided i know we don't know how they're going to split it up like if they're going to do the you know eight east and eight west on each side of the bracket or if they're going to jumble it up or whatever i don't i know that they don't know yeah. that i mean are they going to do like full playoff series like yeah yeah so every, so every series is going to be best four out of seven yeah um the okay. only difference is i think there's back-to-backs uh i think there might be a back-to-back or something but um but yeah, it's still best of seven. Okay. okay, I guess that's that changes my opinion a little bit more on it because I guess like 
because I hadn't really researched this until like right kind of before we started this episode. I've just been like really busy with work and stuff, but I kind of thought it was going to be more of like a not necessarily single elimination, but I didn't. I think I guess I thought since they were reducing the end of the season that they were reducing the amount of time for the playoffs. So, I mean, if they were doing that, then I would definitely for sure be sticking with my vote. But that changes things a little bit for me. But at the same time, I just have a it just it feels so off. And I guess part of what it is, too, is, you know, kind of like what Zach had mentioned earlier, like some team that, you know, might have been out of it like the Suns or something or you know or somebody like that now that they have a better chance to get in and then if you all it takes is just winning a few games and then you you know you get hot and you're on a roll you know it's like it's almost just going to be like now whichever team can regather their chemistry the quickest like could be the team that will win it as opposed to a team that maybe was hot before the season got shut down then maybe that hurts their chances. I don't know. It just, it's hard to really feel to me like whoever wins this will truly be a champion. But maybe as it goes along, I don't know. I mean, I like Zach's point too about, uh, you know, every team going through the same thing. But, and that there was that other season, I guess, where they had the strike a while back. And so then they didn't, they had to like reduce the season to like 50 games or something, but they still did a full playoff and then there was a champion. So, and I don't think that champion got an asterisk. So um, I don't know. I bet I, I do, I do, I guess the part that I do fully disagree on with Zach is the part about uh, like whether, whether, whether or not the champion will get an asterisk and Zach said like he thinks that they will get an asterisk I don't think the NBA is going to do that I don't well no it's the NBA won't but in public opinion is what oh, I'm saying I here. See. oh yeah I see, I see what you're saying okay, yeah well, I, yeah I guess there... I should I guess I should have voted just then uh like yes that they will get an asterisk and that they should because I mean if, if it's going by public opinion I mean people are definitely going to for sure say that who, uh, unless it's their team, you know, like if their yeah. team wins, they're going to be like, Oh yeah, we earned it. And then if it's like fan, fans of any other team, they're going to be like, no, it was, it was bull, it was bull crap. You know, I almost said, yeah, it's going to be yeah. open. And especially if it's LeBron too, I think that's going to make it even more. Yeah. It's going to be, it's going to be one versus 29. I mean, you know, and that, in that regard for sure but yeah and as as big of an mj fan as i am like i don't i wouldn't fully discredit lebron if the lakers were to win the championship this year but i know like most mj diehards will you know assassinate lebron over you know like i know which is really unfair because he has no choice over this (laughs) it's like if, if the if it was flipped and jordan is playing now and lebron played back then like or coronavirus happened back then. It's like there's nothing you you can't control that, you know, no matter how good you are. Yeah, for sure, for sure. So yeah, I don't I guess this kind of goes back to like what I was saying earlier when we first talked about, you know, the NBA like coming back and like while I'm glad that it is coming back in the sense that I get to watch games, I just I do worry about there being a rust level with these players come you know from being out for so long and with it being the play it's not like they have a full 82 games to figure it out now like you know it's eight games and then the playoffs and i worry that even going into the playoffs that a lot of these teams are still going to be kind of rusty and it might not be the greatest of quality basketball and maybe that's more so like why i feel like they should the winning team should get an asterisk just because i feel like the I mean, it's going to be competitive in the sense that obviously they want to win, but I feel like it may not be the most competitive gameplay in terms of like these players playing at their best and at their peak, you know. So, but at the same time, I'm going to watch it. So. Yeah, <laughs> I will. We're, watch. we're not. Uh, yeah, we're not going to, you know, not watch this. So, uh, yeah. but yeah, that's it's interesting because. Basically, Eric's using the same reasonings that I am, but just in a completely different thing, which is, which is always in. This is a really interesting poll to put up, and yeah, I mean, or, it's a it's a fascinating 
top it for sure. But I guess, like I said, ultimately what I think will happen is it's just going to be whichever team wins the championship will say that they earned it. And then all the other teams will be like, no, nah, it was garbage. It doesn't count. You know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I agree. It's kind of like you're but... damned if you do, you're damned if you don't. Like, <laughs> Yeah. And uh, it's going to be interesting. Hopefully, uh, hopefully the trailblazers are magic for my sake, go far in the, the playoffs and, maybe when the magic are going to have that home court advantage <laughs> so uh, oh, oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> they don't even have to travel down from no they, other states they're already there <laughs> which is which actually might make a this might actually end up being a bigger advantage because um we don't know what's going to happen if uh or at least i don't know what's going to happen if somebody gets coronavirus like if that team's going to be forfeited or what, like, you know, that do could, they, or do they, just we, we don't even know. Thing. Like, yeah. Is it going to like, we have no idea what's going to happen if there's an outbreak or something like, uh, or at least I don't know, maybe, maybe they've said what's going to happen or not, but it's going to be chaos. And, uh, <laughs> man, <laughs> yeah, I don't want to see it happen, but if it does, it's going to be chaos. Um, but all right, guys, that's going to wrap up this episode for today. So, shorter than normal but that's not a bad thing necessarily um let us know if you like this uh this segment here ask twitter just thought of it the other day and because i was putting up a bunch of polls i was like let's let's see if we can make this a new segment on the show so i had fun with it i always enjoy putting up polls yeah i will say that if you're looking at this and you're like under the age of 25 zach did not make that ask uh, thing on PowerPoint <laughs> or something like that. That's an old website like Google that used to be around in the 90s. So, yeah. <laughs> in case if you were wondering, <laughs> yeah, but uh, but, yeah. throw that in there real quick. <laughs> yeah, no, it's, it's cool. It's cool. Yeah, so that's gonna that's gonna wrap this up, guys. Hopefully, you enjoyed, and oh, we we might bring this back because I did have a fun time doing it, and uh, we'll have Connor and Nate hopefully back on the next episode. So, until then, guys. Remember, be clutch. Peace.